بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيان الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعده قال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers sisters elders <coughs> today my khutbah the title is winning is about staying in the race I quote from Ralph Ralph Waldo Emerson who said the purpose of life is not to be happy it is to be useful to be honorable to be compassionate to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well We have the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu narrated by Jabir Abdullah radhiyallahu anhu Jabir bin Abdullah radhiyallahu anhu who said that rasulullah sallallahu said the best of people are those who are the most beneficial to the people and we have the kalam of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who said kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat linnas i'm not against happiness <coughs> and neither was emerson but happiness can be the result of very selfish and toxic behavior people engaging in substance abuse or back, or in backbiting or slandering and other negative activities can be very happy in their toxicity that is why the importance of focusing on meaningful honorable compassionate action not just happiness many times we hear this thing people say oh as long as they are happy it's okay it's not okay it is not okay depends on what you are happy doing that is what we need to look at The root cause of our problems as a society globally is that we have lost our ethical and moral compass. We have made the single-minded pursuit of profit our life's objective, and that is why we have a world <clears throat> which is full of war and violence. This is not sustainable and this must change. People are not equal. Not in this life and not before Allah. Allah said, "La yastavi" ashabun nari wa ashabun jann even with the anbiya and the prophets allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said tilka ar-rusul faddalna ba'dahum ala ba'd our job is to become winners and raise winners losing is the default that is the law of entropy everything goes downhill unless you stop it a garden untended grows weeds not roses A house left unattended doesn't clean itself. A car not maintained breaks down. A body not exercised loses muscle and strength, not the other way around. 
So you and I must decide what we want from life and then go and get it. It won't come. The only thing that comes just by waiting for it is death. Everything else needs back-breaking effort because results are proportionate to effort. And you and I won't make that effort unless we enjoy doing it. And that is where a belief in yourself and your mission makes all the difference. I have this quote and I say to be you must do because we express our goals in terms of being. I want to be happy. I want to be this. I want to be that. To be you must do. To do you don't have to be. But unless you do you will never be. To be you must do. To do, you don't have to be, but unless you do, you will never be. My favorite coach is Vince Lombardi of the Green Bay Packers. He won five NFL championships, including Super Bowls 1 and 2. He said, defeat is worse than death because you have to live with defeat. Winning is not a sometime thing. It is an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all of the time. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. The quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence, regardless of their chosen field of behavior. End quote. If you want to know whether you are a winner or a loser, check if you made your bet this morning. It's as simple as that. When you leave this place and you go to the car, check your car, outside and inside. See what it looks like. That will tell you if you are a winner or a loser. And even if you are a loser, you can become a winner. Another test. Do you return a shopping cart to where it is supposed to be after unloading your shopping or do you just leave it there? Everything matters. Every single thing. All your attitudes and actions indicate your mindset. Winning is important because only winners matter. In 2021, Georgia Tech coach Luis Carala asked his football team a question. And I'm asking you that question. Are you willing to sprint when the distance is unknown? I'm not talking about marathons. I'm talking about sprinting. When you sprint, what happens? You put your life and soul into it. You're trying to run as fast as you can. Full tilt. Are you willing to do that when there is no finish line? And that will happen only if you have a deep belief in yourself and your goal. One without the other won't work. You need both. And that is why passion is so important. In World War II, Japan was all but destroyed with the two atomic bombs that America dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. What followed was not one or two people, but the whole nation sprinting without a finish line in sight. Despite the unbelievable loss of life and destruction of infrastructure and society, there was neither despair 
nor an exodus of Japanese towards the West or any hatred for Americans even who had destroyed their country. Instead, using the strength of their Bushido tradition, there began a reconstruction that in two generations made Japan an industrial powerhouse. Japan not only excelled in manufacturing products, but also innovated production practices and quality standards that became a byword in industry worldwide. The remarkable thing about Japan and the Japanese is how their culture comes through in the best way in all that they do, be it in education or sport or international relations. It's visible in their schools, in their railway stations and trains, and in the way their people behave at soccer matches. All this happened, as I said, with the whole nation working as one, sprinting without any finish line in sight, working for the love of their nation and with pride in their culture. It happened because their actions came out of their pride in their identity and culture, which they showcased for the world. In the Sirah, when we read about the Sahaba, we see many examples of those who sprinted when there was no finish line in sight. They never saw the finish line. They never saw the Futuhat. They never saw the material success of this world. Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib, Musa bin Umair, Sa'ad bin Mu'ad, Abdullah bin Rawaha, Abdullah bin Jahash, Ja'far bin Abi Talib, Zaid bin Haritha, Abu Salama, Sumayya bin Khayyat, Khadijatul Kubra, Yasir bin Amr, radiyallahu anhum ajma'een, and many more who died before Fatah Makkah were the foundation stones on which stands the grand edifice of Islam. They did not see victory, but it stands on their shoulders because they invested themselves in it and continue to do their best and to invest more and more, ultimately their very lives, even though they never saw any sign of victory. That is true faith. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu is their witness. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُحَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنْسَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ رضي الله عنهم وَرَضُوَانِ وَأَعَدَّ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي تَحْتَهَا الْأَنْهَارُ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا ذَلِكَ الْفَوْضُ الْعَظِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And for the foremost of the muhajirun, muhajirin and ansar, and those who follow them in goodness. And this is the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he left the door open for people, for Muslims, until the last day, who want to follow in the footsteps of the muhajirun and the ansar. Allah said, Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with, them, with Allah. And he has prepared for them gardens under which rivers flow to stay there forever and ever. That is ultimate triumph. The important thing to understand, my brothers and sisters, is that life is hard. Competition is a fact of life. Life has winners and losers. We must prepare children to be winners, not tell them lies about how fantastic they are as they are. No need to change or no need to correct anything. All in the name of preserving their self-esteem. This is the biggest disservice that is done to children in this country, which gives them an inflated and unreal sense of self-importance. A bubble that is begging to burst. And when it does, it leads to shock and despair and even suicide.
اقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين قال تعالى ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد ما برادر سيسترز اي ريمايند يو اور ماي سيلف ذات سيلف استيم ذات از تريتد لايك ا كريستال بول شاترز ات ذا فيرست امباكت اوف فيسينج رياليتي سيلف استيم ويچ از تريتد لايك ا like sparring in the dojo is strengthened by constant testing against honest opposition strength only builds by working against resistance not by giving into it praise that has not been earned takes away the competitive aspirational edge and is a recipe for disaster in life you can only win after heroic effort not by just wishing for it You talk about the power of positive thinking without any mention of the sweat and blood it will take. It's like telling someone to sta- stand at the foot of a s- flight of stairs and positively think himself to the top. Try it. Go do it. It's a con job. The truth is that winning is not loyal to you. Winning doesn't care about you. Winning doesn't care how sore you are or how hard you work. Winning doesn't care how much sleep you got or lost. You will win if you do what it takes to win. It is as simple as that. Just like you get to buy the thing you can pay for. Your sub story is deeply uninteresting and totally irrelevant to winning or to buying. The first thing to do therefore is to learn to listen to some hard talk. without flinching because in the ring the one who wins is not the one who can hit hardest but the one who can take a hard hit and still remain standing that is life the race doesn't end when you fall but when you fail to get up resilience is to get up after every fall as the chinese say you fall five times you get up six times the most important career and life advice i can give you is to differentiate differentiate because differentiation creates brand brand inspires loyalty and loyalty enables influence so let me give you five secrets of surefire success inshallah one build a reputation for reliability reliability is the result of consistent high quality work not just one time that means delivering on promises If you tell somebody you will meet them at 9 p.m., that is a promise. It means that you hold yourself to your own high standard of behavior, which others may not even expect. It starts with punctuality. Don't wait to be asked. Get prepared to deliver, even if nobody asks you. That is what legacy is built on. It is called trust. My principle is: I will not allow. what is not in my control to prevent me from doing what is in my control number 2 become a problem solver never say i can't do it say i can't do it yet that little three letter word yet 
says it all about your attitude. Do you have an attitude of positive energy, persistence, perseverance and courage? Or do you give up at the first sign of opposition and difficulty? When you say I can't do it yet, you are saying that you are still in the race and you are looking for different ways to achieve the goal. Difficulty, difficulty only motivates you. You love challenges. It takes away the fear from the equation and replaces it with excitement. After all, excitement is fear that expects a happy ending. When you have this attitude, people will come to you for help. That is how you win hearts. People love givers. They, help, they hate takers. That is what leadership is all about, giving. People look up to those who can help them to achieve their goals. That will build your equity and give you influence and inspire loyalty. Because only contributors have influence. Consumers are used. They are a commodity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us to contribute. When we forgot that and became consumers, the world forgot us. Number three. Remember, people are asking WIIFM. What's in it for me? People are not interested in you or your goals. They are interested in their own goals. Show them how listening to you will help them to achieve their goals and you will get their total attention. Remember that this is not about deceiving people or some sweet talking spiel. It is about figuring out how to help people in a way that helps you to achieve the goals of both your goals and their goals. It's about understanding people, looking at their world through their lens and then building a bridge from their world to yours in a way that both win. It's about being inclusive without compromising your principles. Number four, quality is not the only thing. Quality is everything. Make your bed as soon as you get out of it. Your bed and your car, as I mentioned before, show if you are a winner or a loser. Quality is visible in everything you say, everything you are and everything you do. Quality is the result of taking pride in who you are and your work. It is to remember that all that we say and all that we do reflects brand value and character. That is real self-esteem. To act with the awareness that all our words and actions reflect on us and they are our signature. In today's world, they also reflect on Islam and they reflect on Rasulullah because you are a Muslim. Whether you like it or not, people are not looking at you as an individual. They are looking at you as a representative of Rasulullah and a representative of Islam. It's no, you don't, you can't say I didn't sign up for that. You did. The day you said, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, you signed up for that. The thing to do is to be aware of that and to live your life where your life is not, doesn't reflect negatively on the Prophet and on Islam. Quality means to go the extra mile, to do more than is expected. Not for name or fame or money, but because that is your mark. It's a mark of who you are. Quality is your and my most powerful asset. It's our face. It's our signature in life. 
Quality is al-ihsan. Rasulullah gave the most powerful definition of quality and he said, he said, which means to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if you can see him. And though you can't see him, know that he can see you. And that applies to every aspect in life, not only worship. Quality is Islam. Five and the last. Manners conquer hearts. Old-fashioned but very powerful. Of the many things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said about his messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he praised his akhlaq. He praised his akhlaq. He could have praised many things. He praised his akhlaq. وَإِنَّكَ عَلَىٰ That tells us how critically important manners are. Manners are our face. They are our signature. They are the expression of our lineage. Your manners show who your parents are. Your manners show who your family is. They express, they are an expression of our prestige. They are memory creators and they are our legacy. Nobody will remember what we owned or even look like, but they will never forget how we made them feel. It's not about seeking popularity, but doing the right thing because of who you are. Not because of what somebody else did. If you react to somebody, you are a puppet in their hands. They are making you dance the way they want you to dance. You act the way you act because of who you are. Not because of what that one did. Manners span boundaries of culture, nationality and generation. People don't know how much you know. They don't know your experience and they don't know your experience. And they don't know your expertise but they can see your smile. So show it. What is the first advice that Rasulullah gave when he came to Madina? Afshu salam. First advice. He didn't even say, say, la ilaha illallah. He said, afshu salam. Greeting sincerely, warmly and first will open more doors for you than anything else in the world. Especially because people with beautiful manners are rarer than ever. That means you will stand out in the best possible way. We must regain those times when children of Muslims were known for their manners. That comes from Muslim parents who have good manners. Because you can only give what you have. As someone advised a youngster, be kind because you will have very little competition on that path. Be truthful. Don't lie even as a joke. And this is the hadith of Rasulullah Be generous, be thankful. An attitude of gratitude is the most powerful way to win friends and influence people. The rest will follow. Never chase money. Never chase money. Chase quality and money will follow. Because people remember quality long after the price is forgotten. And that's the Gucci family slogan. We make dua, especially today for the mother of our brother Yasser. She passed away in Egypt. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant her Jannatul Firdaus ala jalayhi hisab. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give sabr to the family and fear her khabar with nur. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use her path in the akhirah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give her the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah al-Firdaus al-Alaj al-Ghayri ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر لنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اهدنا فيمن هديت وعافنا فيمن عافيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما عطيت وقنا وزرفنا شر ما خذيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك فإنه لا يذل مواليت ولا يعز ما عديت تبارك ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم ونتوب إليك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والباغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجيب لكم إلى ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيموا السلام. Please come forward and form the subs.